When Peggy was 14, her father, a professor, told her that she needed to lose weight. To help motivate her, he convinced one of his graduate students, an obese man in his late 20s, to go on a competing diet with her. During weekly weigh-ins, Peggy and the graduate student would get on a scale and Peggy's father would mock whomever had lost the less weight and give $5 to the winner, pointing out how generous he was. This is a small aspect, a small example of shaming and how the narcissist oftentimes shame people so much to destroy their self-confidence, to destroy their worth. A lot of times this happens in um, familial settings where the, the father or the mother are shaming the, parent, the, the kids. Or it happens in romantic relationships where the partner is shaming the other partner. Or it happens in friendships where they're shaming each other. Shame has a big aspect in a lot of narcissistic personality disorder and also how they portray it, how they communicate it to other people. The reason why I know this is because I am a narcissist. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. And I do this on a day-to-day -day basis by providing content, putting up the small nuggets of truth on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, here on YouTube, to try to be able to educate about what narcissism is because a lot of people don't know. It's amazing like when I talk with people on one-on-ones and when I engage in like coaching sessions and people are like, I didn't know this word until last year. I didn't know this word until three months ago. I didn't know this word till yesterday. And I started watching all of your videos because it started learning like, hey, this matches up to what I've been dealing with. Lots of times we think like everybody knows who a narcissist is. They're the people that are obsessed with themselves. They're taking selfies. You know, they're all different types of things. But in reality, like narcissism has many different strains. But when you break it down to the base level, all of those strains look really similar. Whether it's myself, whether it's another narcissist, whether it's other people out there, all of us have like the same kind of like blueprint in one sense. Oftentimes people make the comment like, what, do y'all go like school together for like narcissism? Because it comes across the very same. That's because it's all triggered very the same. A lot of times it's triggered with the aspect of shame. And what's going on underneath the surface. Oftentimes I'll reference to narcissism as being there with a raging river of shame underneath that's directing where the narcissist is going to go. How they're going to act. How they're going to respond. And while that shame make, might make me respond slightly different than another narcissist, it's still there on both of us. That shame, sometimes abandonment, rejection, guilt, all these different type of things that are big, powerful emotions that the narcissist doesn't know what to do with. The narcissist doesn't know how to respond. So today we're going to be looking through again another section, another portion of the book, Narcissist in Your Life by Julie Hall. And it's talking about the idea of shaming. So first I want to kind of frame it in the aspect of the narcissist so you can get like an idea. And I've done several videos on like the narcissist and shame as far as like how it looks in the narcissist realm, how it feels in the narcissist realm, like all that kind of stuff. This is going to touch on just a little bit and then we're going to dive into more of what shame looks like on you, how it actually comes across and also the consequences of having this person shame you, the consequences of shame in your life. So it talks about shaming. It says, often confused with its cousin, guilt, which is a feeling of distress about something we have done. Shame is a feeling of distress about who we are. Simply put, guilt is, I did something bad, whereas shame is, I am bad. Narcissists rarely feel guilt 
at least consciously, because they lack the emotional empathy and sense of responsibility for their behavior that triggers guilt. But as we've discussed before, they are tormented by shame. Narcissists have this shame that runs underneath every single thing. Like I can't stress it enough of like how big it is. For a narcissist experiencing shame, it's literally like they're getting burned or killed or one sense. Like it's it's something that's so huge, they're like, I have to be able to avoid this as fast as possible. It's that pot of boiling water that you drink your hand out of. That's what the narcissist is. Like, let me emotionally and mentally get away from this as quick as possible. Here it is. With being fundamentally ashamed of themselves, people with NPD are experts at playing the shame game with those around them. Shaming others is narcissists' way of exercising their pain. By planting shame in other people, narcissists, in essence, install a button they can press at any time to manipulate and punish those who they seek to control. Those who love, care about, or otherwise look up to or rely on the narcissist, such as their children, partners, relatives, friends, employees, students, congregants, or others within their sphere of influence, are vulnerable to the messages of shame. Because narcissists do not feel remorse for hurting people and abusing their power over others, but in fact they believe they're justified in doing so, they shame with abandon. And you'll see narcissists that shame everybody out there. Like I mentioned, the, the friends, the family, relationships, employees, students, congregants, like everybody, they'll use shame as a tool and as a weapon. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you think of it that way, they have so much shame inside, they're going around, they're installing shame buttons on everybody. They're saying like, you know, like the like the staples, like that was easy button. Like they're going around, they're putting like that type of button on everybody that's the shame button. And they're walking up and like, I feel shame, tap. Now you've got the shame. Like they're putting that on everybody because they're going to other people and they're shaming them. They're bringing them down. They're bringing them down to their level. They're elevating themselves saying like, ha, you have more shame than me because I'm giving you my shame. I'm projecting that shame. What we learned about earlier today, like the idea of just putting that shame on someone else so that they don't have to feel it. Oftentimes you see kids that get a lot of the shame. Children of narcissists are most vulnerable to being shamed because they are uninformed, uninformed beings who naturally love their parents and look to them for caregiving, validation of self, and a sense of identity. A shamed child often carries false and deeply damaging self-beliefs for decades, if not a lifetime. A lot of times in narcissistic relationships, the kids that come out of narcissistic relationships have lots of things they have to work on. Therapy they have to be in for a long period of time. Self-doubt, self-loathing, all these different things that's going through their minds because of the fact that they have been shamed. One of the worst things you can do for your kids is to shame them privately, publicly, openly, doesn't matter. If you're purposely mocking them, if you're purposely shaming them, 
you're going to damage them. You're going to hurt them. I knew someone that was talking about what they did is they actually had this point where they shamed their kid. Like in the middle of a store or something where they, they called them out in front of a ton of different people. The kid stopped because they didn't want to feel that shame. But ultimately, long term, what's that going to do? There's a lot of different consequences. We're going to talk about those here in just a moment. The other thing I want to talk about is how. Narcissists shame others in seemingly endless ways. From commonplace to the bizarre, they often, they're often, very often with no basis in reality. For example, a very intelligent child may be shamed as stupid. In fact, narcissists often shame others for things that they're actually their strengths as a way to weaken them. And as and they often shame others as projections of things they themselves feel ashamed about, consciously or unconsciously, or about vulnerabilities they perceive in others. Narcissists are very key at doing this, of shaming you for your biggest strength, of shaming you for your vulnerabilities. They'll pick those things out and they'll say, hey, let me shame that because it's the most powerful place for me to put that button so that I can control that person. Possible sources of shame, there's a ton. But here are some of the common things that narcissists shame others about being. Angry, selfish, ugly, stupid, fat, emotional, clumsy, naive, lazy, self-indulgent, picky, promiscuous, unhelpful, unpopular, non-athletic, disloyal, weak, incompetent, mean, careless, uncooperative, unreasonable, stubborn, sensitive, ungrateful, and the list goes on. You might not have caught those because I read them off pretty fast. But like, go back and listen to that and, and put down in the comments how many. How many did you catch out of those of like, wow, my narcissist did this. My toxic person did this. Because other people need to see and understand like, hey, it's not just them. It's not just you. So what are the consequences? I want to read off a couple here before we wrap up. The consequences of shame. Shame is a powerfully dis destabilizing emotion that can be emotionally crippling for anyone intense shame can lead to a couple different things one pervasive anxiety and panic attacks I've seen those firsthand in relationship with my wife of sometimes the panic attacks that she would have from the arguments that we would have self-hatred where the person is hating themselves because of what the narcissist has put on them withdrawal and secrecy Hiding emotions, hiding feelings, because it's not safe, because the other person, the narcissist is going to shame that person. Fear of intimacy and exposure, not being able to open up because they'll get shamed if they do so. Having addictions, self-harm, internalized or externalized anger, getting so frustrated and so pissed off at someone attacking the thing that you do well at, someone devaluing or degrading the one thing that you're the most vulnerable in. Number four, I mean, number eight, <laughs> dislocation from one's feelings or authentic self. It's easier for me to disconnect from who I am, from the reality of the situation that it is to deal with what's actually going on. Number nine, perfectionism, striving to meet a certain mark that you're never going to meet because that narcissist is always shaming you down. Number 10, self-sabotage and underachievement. Narcissists ingrain shame in such a way that you end up doing the work of distrusting and hating yourself for them. Did you catch that? Narcissists ingrain shame in such a way that you end up doing the work of distrusting and hating yourself for them.
Hey, I hope you've enjoyed these episodes. I love interacting with different people. If you're interested, reach out to me sometime through my website, Raw Motivations. Would love to interact with you. Either send us a message there, uh, schedule a one-on-one so I can talk to you and try to work with you through whatever whatever you're going through on life. You know, Whether that's a relationship, uh, narcissism, uh, whether that's just life trying to get from one step to the other and trying to figure out how do I break out of this mind fog of what's going on. Would love to talk to you more. We'd love to see you guys reach out and comment and like on different things. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love to see interactions there. And as you're listening to this, like go ahead and rate us. Give us a couple of ratings just to help promote this message to other people so other people can have positivity in their lives as we're trying to grow, change, and help other people find that awareness as well.